I have something brand new that I'm super excited to share with you. It's called the Community Creators Hub, and I've made it just for you. You can search through every episode of this podcast by keyword, download all of my favorite guides and resources, and find all of my recommended tools for community creators. And the best part? It's completely free. Just go to Community Creators Hub, that's Community Creators Hub, H-U-B, dot com to get your free access. Maybe there's people that don't want you selling because they feel like it's their space, although you created it, you run it, you own it, you facilitate it, you curated it, all the things, right? It is yours. But there are people who have thoughts when others show up and try and sell inside of a community. This is for you, the online business owner who wants to maximize your profit and multiply your impact. I'm Shanna, host of the Community Creators Podcast. I've spent over a decade helping top brands and entrepreneurs create thriving communities that increase their reach, retention, and revenue. This podcast is where I share my best insights and invite you into conversations with the world's leading community creators and cultivators. So grab your favorite mug, fill it up, and let's get started. We've all been there. Somebody's told us that we need a free community like a free Facebook group to grow our business. So we start one and one of two things typically happens. Either we stop showing up and the group gets neglected and ultimately becomes a ghost town, or we don't really have a clear structure around the group and it becomes really unwieldy and maybe even somebody else kind of takes over as the leader of the group. And it leaves you asking the question, should I shut down my free Facebook group? It's a dead group. I don't know if I can re-engage it. And instead of giving them a specific answer, I gave them a list of five questions that I wanted them to think through so that they can make this decision on their own. And I want you to do the same thing if you're considering whether you should start, shut down, or re-engage your free community. And I give you these questions because I want you making this decision from a place of strategic thought versus an emotional place, which is often what happens when we decide to start or shut down a free Facebook group or other community. We don't really think about it much. And we just say, hey, I'm supposed to have a free Facebook group. And so I want to run one and I'm going to do this. And then here we go. We put all this time and energy and we've just let it die. Or we feel like it's a little unwieldy because we haven't followed the framework that I teach you in the first four episodes but I digress. It feels a little unwieldy. And now we're not quite sure what to do with the group. We feel overwhelmed by it. And so we want to shut it down. So let's walk through these five questions that I want you thinking about when you're making a decision about your free community or your free Facebook group. The first thing I want you to think about is that first pillar of a thriving community. And that's cause. Was this community created in alignment with the cause that I'm now focused on? When we think about the purpose of that community or that group that you facilitated, was the purpose the same as your business purpose now? Now, if the answer is yes, that's great. But if the answer is no, it's not necessarily an indicator that you need to shut down the group. Ask yourself, is the purpose similar? And if it is similar, could I realign the group around this new cause, around this new purpose? Or, no, I can't, and maybe this isn't the right group for this. Let me give you an example. Let's say that you started a free Facebook group all about essential oils. You were in the MLM space, and maybe I know somebody who used to have a business like this, myself, and you had a really thriving Facebook group, 
all about essential oils. And one day you decide that you are going to get out of the essential oil business and pivot and start a healthy eating blog or launch a healthy living course. Those things are pretty similar. So although your purpose isn't specifically teaching people about essential oils anymore, the purposes are closely aligned enough that you could probably realign that group to get them refocused on the new goal, which is healthy eating or healthy living or whatever that might be. Okay, so that's talking about the purpose and asking yourself, was this community created in alignment with the cause and purpose that I am now focused on? Secondly, I want you to ask yourself about the culture. Is there a big culture gap that you need to address? If there's not a big culture gap, if the group culture is in alignment with the culture that you would want to see in your community of today and of the future, then that's great. There's no red flags there. But if it's not, you want to ask yourself, how off is it? Are we talking about just a few missteps in culture, maybe some spam things that are happening, maybe some people that, you know, you could remove a couple people from the group and things would get cleaned up real nice. If that's the case, then you can do what's called a realignment moment. And that realignment moment I talk about in another episode, but it brings the group back together around the culture and expectations that you want going forward. It's really easy to do as long as you're clear on your culture. And if you're not, Go back to episode two. But sometimes the culture is toxic and it's not salvageable. I think about my friend Corinne, who used to have a really large free Facebook group. And in one of her launches, the group got crazy. There was this whole culture of like, well, why would I need to join the paid program when we can all hang out here? And who is this Corinne person and why does she cuss so much? It was getting really toxic. And As business owners, we need to be really careful about where our energy is going. And it was really clear to Corinne that that wasn't the energy that she needed in her business. She didn't want that energy and that culture coming into her paid community. And she definitely didn't want her team distracted and wasting time on that community. So she shut it down. Just like that overnight decision made, group gone. I love her for that because of the way she makes those decisions. But that's a question that you need to ask yourself. Is there a big culture gap? If there is, is it small enough that I think I can realign people? But if it's pretty large and either the culture is, you know, way off from what you want it to be or it's toxic, it may not be salvageable. What if you had the right story for the right person at the right time every time? Well, you can if you leverage my streamlined story system. I'm going to show you proven ways to collect, organize, and share stories like a pro. Just go to streamlinedstorysystem.com to check it out and use code creators to get a special discount. The third question I want you thinking about are the people. Are the people in this curated space Are they your ideal people for whatever your future offers are going to be? If the answer is yes, well, guess what? That's really great for you and your business. But if the answer is no, it's not necessarily an indicator that you need to shut the group down. I would then ask myself a couple more questions. If no, these aren't my ideal people, I would ask, can I nurture them? 
to become my ideal people. So it's possible that they are not the perfect customer for you, but they can connect you with your perfect customer. And if you've done the work of building loyalty and trust and connection with the people in this community, then they will gladly refer you on and recommend you to people that you can serve, even if it's not them. So an example of this is, let's say that I had a community that I started for new moms, and I had a Facebook group where I was facilitating conversations around new moms. And now all of a sudden, like, I'm not really serving new moms, but I'm helping people, especially women, especially moms, start new businesses. Yeah, those may not necessarily be my ideal people right now because they're not in that group with the intention of starting a business, but they are new moms who want to be at home with their kids who could probably use a little extra income to spend on themselves or to support the family, or maybe they want to get out of their job so that they can be at home with their kids now that they're a mom. So you can see how I would be able to nurture the people in that group into being the perfect customer for my business that helps moms start their own business. So that's the third thing I want you to be thinking about are the people in the group. So the fourth thing to ask yourself is, is there a clear distinction between my free group and my paid group? So how I interact with my free community, the community that is my audience, if you will, Is there a clear distinction between how I interact with and serve them and how I interact with and serve my paid community, my paid programs, my course, my membership, my group coaching program, whatever that might be? Is there a clear distinction? Because if there's not a clear distinction, you're going to have a really hard time getting people to move from your free community to your paid community if they can't clearly distinguish the benefit of being part of the paid community. So if there is a clear distinction, then yes, you're good to go. But if no, the question to ask is, can I create one? So this often means that you either need to increase the value of your paid program, give people more access to you or more resources that they can't get inside of the free community, or what's more likely, you may have been showing up a lot for your free community and setting some expectations where you're delivering a lot more content than maybe you should for a free community and you need to take a step back. So it's very possible that you need to realign the group around how you're going to show up inside of that free community versus the paid community. This happens a lot when people start new programs and memberships. They've been over-delivering for their free Facebook group, and now they want to sell them something, and they're worried that they can't deliver both the free resources and the paid resources, where they know that there isn't a clear distinction between their free community and their paid community, and they want to widen that gap. So they pull back on how much they're delivering inside of the group, and you can most definitely do that. Now, if you're going to do this, I recommend that you use the ADCAR process for change management, which I talked about in a previous episode. So make sure to listen to that so you can do this transition well with as little storming as possible. The final thing I want you asking yourself is, is there positive ROI from this group? Please do not run a group just for the sake of running a group. You're a business owner. You need to know your numbers and you should be able to determine if there is a positive return on investment from this Facebook community or whatever group you may be running. If you can look at the numbers and you can directly attribute P 
people who are purchasing your programs, customers coming from that group, being nurtured in that group, or being sold to in the group, then you can see a positive ROI. But if not, I want you to be tracking that. And if you're tracking it and you're not seeing a return on investment, ask yourself the question, could I be better leveraging this group? Now, I'll talk about how to leverage free communities like this in another episode, but I really want you to ask yourself, have I given a good effort to selling in this group? One of the things that I typically find is true of people who are running free communities is that sometimes they have a difficult time selling to that community. Maybe people in the community feel uncomfortable when you sell. Maybe there's people that don't want you selling because they feel like it's their space, although you created it, you run it, you own it, you facilitate it, you curated it, all the things, right? It is yours. But there are people who have thoughts when others show up and try and sell inside of a community. But that doesn't make it wrong. And so ask yourself, am I actually afraid of selling? Or am I promoting my list builder, promoting my workshop, selling my course or my program in the comments? In the direct messages with people that I'm engaging with, am I doing launches in there and leveraging this group for my launches? If not, and you're not seeing a positive ROI, that's probably why. So you want to make sure that you do have a strategic plan for how you're going to leverage that free community when you do your launches for your paid programs. All right, so five things to be thinking about. Is the cause and the purpose of this community in alignment with what I'm focused on now? Is there a big culture gap? Are these my ideal people? Is there a clear distinction between the free and the paid communities? And then is there a positive ROI? These questions are important to be asking because this is not a one-size-fits-all decision. There are a lot of people out there that will tell you that you shouldn't have a free community. And there are a lot of people out there that will tell you a free community is the only way to go. But only you can make this decision. But I want you to make a strategic decision by asking these questions and really thinking about it before you make an emotional one and potentially lose a big asset in your business. So if you have a friend that's thinking about starting, stopping a free Facebook group or a free community, and they don't really know what decision to make, maybe you see them posting in Facebook groups asking, what should I do? Or they've reached out to you. I encourage you to send them this episode so that they have the tools that they need in order to walk through this decision strategically and own the decision that they make. Hey friend, thanks for listening. If you like this episode, make sure to subscribe. Then do me a favor and leave a review letting me know what you want to hear more of. To learn more about the show or connect with me, head to shanalyn.com. That's S-H-A-N-A-L-Y-N-N.com. Until next time. Hey, if you're serious about creating a thriving online community, then you need to really understand the four foundations of every thriving community. I'm going to teach it to you in a free seven-minute training. That's right. It's just seven minutes. You don't even have to give me your email address to get access. All you have to do is go to freecommunitytraining.com or DM me the word training over on Instagram to get access.